Welcome to That's On Them. We're your hosts. I'm Aspen. And I'm Cheryl. And we're here to talk about life's challenges and how to navigate them. Offering tried and true tips and tools. Let's do this, baby. (laughs) Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Aspen. How are you? (laughs) Mama just spoke to us. Yeah, we're we're getting put in our plates today. Yeah, our producer just was like, no more talking. Get going. That's why we love her. That's why she's That's the best. why we love her. <laughs> so are you living your best life? How are you? Always. Very good. Grazie. I'm living my best life too. I just, life is good. I mean, we are human, so we do have our moments, my dear. We can't, you know, we can't act like it's all La La Land, even though you live close to La La Land. <laughs> yeah, it's not La La Land, but it's perspective, right? It's like, you know, I think I've trained myself to think, to find the good and really search for the learnings and the things that are uncomfortable and not so fun. Yes. And I think that it's really interesting you said that because I now listen to our podcast. I'm, I'm comfortable now to hear our, my voice, which is <laughs> took some time. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but I actually do have Miss A, uh, you know, play it in the mornings. And sometimes if, if I'm having one of those whatever days or moments, I'll play one of the episodes and I'm like, oh, there's some good stuff in there. There's some good (laughs) tools. So to your point, we're living our best life because we are practicing to live our best life. Right. Every day. Right. And you and I both journal in the morning and the days that I don't, which was like, I think yesterday, technology was messed up. Oh my God. Everything that could happen was happening because I know that I started my day actually with technology. I woke up and I did exactly what we literally talk about all the time. Do not put your cell phone on. Do not go to the cell phone. Do not go to the computer. And I did both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it really bit me in the butt. It was like, yeah, no. How did you respond? How did, what was the difference in your day versus getting on technology immediately and not getting on in regards to your attitude? Like what was your perspective of the day? Oh my God. I have to say, um, it wasn't a real clarification day. Like there wasn't a ton of clarity. You still, you still are an automatic, right? You still do what you're going to do. But typically my morning is I have her play meditation music and then I'm auto writing and then I'm meditating and I'm, you know, doing whatever I'm going to be doing. And then I do my, my dream and desires mantras, right? Hope not to board everybody, but that's just my, my typical morning. And whatever time that takes, and then go for the walk and the exercise. Well, the other day, none of that could apply for various reasons. There was some work stuff that had to get done. And so I immediately woke up with the, oh my gosh, da, 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 like everything that we all do, which is really good for today's conversation, actually, about stress to ohm. My stress was not in ohm at all. And I ended up having to say, okay, like literally like do a little talk to myself, look in the mirror kind of thing and, and just literally go basta, stop it, take some breathing. Th- and I still threw on the music and played it through my house as I was preparing and getting ready for the rest of the day. So even though the morning at like 5.30 to about about 8.30 or 9 was pretty stress-alicious, um, <laughs> um, I caught myself around 10 <laughs> before... Before I had to jump back in at 11 and was able to kind of regroup it. So I I did shift it around. And I actually call, sometimes I used to call this a day of delay. Like when you're in traffic right. and you hit every single stop sign and every single red light and every single school bus and construction, 
right? Which is, you're just never going to get to where you're going. And it gets you super frustrated in California and probably other places. (laughs) And I would literally go, okay. After the first four (laughs) stoplights that were never going to be synchronized, I would go, it's a day delay. Yeah. So the stress to ohm has sometimes a lot of days of delays in it. Yeah. And I mean- Just saying. And really, what what are you doing? You're actively- shifting your perspective. And I think this is, this kind of segues into a question that we got from an audience member, which got us talking about this stress to ohm. And I think we should dive into that question and talk about this more because it's so relatable to what you're just talking about, as well as so relatable to stories and experiences that I've had. So I'm going to read the question right now because I, it's so good, especially for those of you, you know, in your twenties trying to figure life out. I think it's so applicable, but also, you know, any stage of life. So, um, this person asked, can you talk about the evolution we experience as individuals and how to navigate those paths in both your personal and professional lives? I remember turning 25 or 30 and facing new realities in life, but still having to manage my career. I had a fabulous coach that guided me accordingly, but not everyone is so fortunate. I love this question. Mm -hmm. And I experienced it firsthand of this coming out of college and having or even, you know, maybe high school or early 20s and just feeling utter stress. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I supposed to be doing? You hear all this noise about find your purpose, find your passion. (laughs) I don't even know what I'm passionate about. I think I'm one day I'm passionate about, you know, swimming and the next I'm passionate about saving (laughs) the world. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So true. You know, it's like, and again, I think you're in your 20s, and so you're going to try on a lot of different hats, which is so good. But I really love this because it brings up this concept of like when you are in that moment of stress, especially about big things in life, what do you do, right? And what mm-hmm. do you go back to? Mm-hmm. And for me, as I look back on my journey, when I became so stressed, I became desperate for answers, and those mm. answers became further away from me, right? Absolutely. I couldn't find perspective. Yes. yes. And I, I say that often. I say that often to a lot of clients that, you know, we just spiral and we end up in a cow pasture. Right? <laughs> you know, it's about the pressure of purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think this stress aliciousness that happens to us. Right. And you know that I love that because we are just stress alicious. We're stressed beyond. Right. From everything, from family, from friends, from going out, from media, especially social media, Maronamia, there's so much pressure on how to behave and how to perform and how to contribute, right? right? Like we're supposed to come out of the womb and contribute. Okay, no, we're not. We're supposed to start to live and experience and grow and absorb right. and, and just be. And so this purpose-driven, I'm in my 20s, I'm going to college, I'm not going to college, I'm doing this, I'm not doing this lighten up, right? Mm -hmm. The ohm part of it, you know, maybe that's a little extreme for some people to go all the way to the meditation and the auto writing and the ohm and the, and the music and the chanting. It all, it's, it's all your degrees of what ohm is to you, but we will say breathing is one of the ohm things that you must do. Literally exclamation mark. You go in the bathroom if you're at work and you take inhales of breath and exhales. We, we've talked about this before. Eight up, and eight down, whatever else you have to do. It's five up, whatever, depending on your lung capacity. 
Um, but that's number one, because once you start to put oxytocin in your body and, and dopamine in your body and the breathing, right? And, and like you and I talked about before, touch, touch is really, physical touch is so important. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just putting someone's hand on a shoulder mm-hmm. and you, you're the someone, that oxytocin hit is really important. So this purpose, and back to the purpose for a minute, we're so purpose-driven and we're so um, expectant and judgmental and opinionated mm-hmm. that we get caught up in, in the, like you said, in the spiral and in the cycle. Mm-hmm. And instead it's like, you know what? I'm in my 20s. I'm going to live my best life. Yeah. And my best life, my best life might literally be sitting on the couch. <laughs> And watching a movie right. or making a phone call to a friend or drawing or singing, right? Or exercising, whatever that best life is for that moment. Please don't prejudge if you choose to go for a walk instead of making a call. Right. Right? Yeah. I I think so much of this comes down to, you know, when we become desperate for purpose and answers, we move our, like I said earlier, we become further from the destination. And really it's like, you cannot be purposeful without understanding who you are as a person and knowing yourself. So for me, in my experience, it was take the focus off of, I need to find my purpose and figure out how to apply it for a career and focus on get to know Aspen. Who's Aspen? And truly becoming my own best friend, like learning to like myself, taking the time to get to know my soul and my spirit and what it desires. Mm -hmm. And I think an inventory thing that we can, we can maybe have as a little tool here is take inventory of yourself and your behaviors. And I'm not kidding when I say, listen to, to some of the podcasts, you know, the, the titles pretty much speak for themselves, the unnourished to nourish. If you're feeling unnourished, go nourish yourself with something, which we're talking about right now. If you're, you know, if you're feeling stressed out, go to the anxiety to indifference um, or let it go to let it flow. Like those tools really do work and, and they work because we've used them forever and ever and ever. Right. Mm-hmm. And that expectation is so huge. And we will, we will eventually be doing a, a podcast about expectations, opinions, and judgments. Cause it's, it's a huge tool of, of negating all of this pressure. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just take a mindful inventory, jot it in your notes on your phone and your computer, or you've been on a piece of paper, which is always always our preference, because once you once you write it down, once you visually see it again, it starts to dissipate a little bit. And the inventory is basically, I'm feeling this. Why? Mm-hmm. How do I want to feel? And write down. Okay, I'm feeling anxious because of this situation. I'm feeling pressured. I'm, I have a deadline. Mm-hmm. How do I want to feel? I want to feel non-pressured. What can I do to not feel the pressure, right? And list two or three things that you can do in that moment mm-hmm. and and change your little bit of the, beha- the behavior and the pattern into what you want to be, not what is. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think a big thing is expectation and releasing those expectations. Like, you know, if you are doing the breath work and the meditation, so often I hear from people being like, it's not working. And I'm like, because you have an <laughs> expectation of how this is supposed to work. And the key to meditation mm-hmm. and breath work is go in with no expectations. It's a time for exploration. It's a time for your yes. mind to go in a hundred different places. And if you go in saying, I, I need clarity on X, Y, and Z, you're not going to get clarity. Mm-hmm. Go in 
just curious and have an open mind. See, see. No expectations. No expectations. I like the exploration though, right? Yes. So from for our stressalicious people out there, mm-hmm. we want to hug you big. Mm-hmm. Um, we like hugging trees as well, <laughs> talking to flowers. <laughs> and butterflies. <laughs> and butterflies um, and dragonflies. Yeah. But go to, you know, the ohm, whatever ohm looks like for you. If you want to DM us, please do. We'll give you some extra tips and tools. Um, we'll individualize it for you. But we know that you got this. And thank you for the question. Yes. I think it's really, really helping the generation that we're speaking to, as well as everybody. Absolutely. And I one final tool I want to add in there is, you know, you say breath, but also physical touch. Go give someone a hug. Mm-hmm. Go hold someone's hand and take a breath together. Like the mm-hmm. way we heal is through the frequency of each other mm-hmm. and the frequencies of nature. And so- don't be afraid to give someone a hug. Like that's how we survive. <laughs> you bet. You bet. And if if it's awkward to hug, you know, a dog, a cat, pet, a tree, seriously. Handshake. Anything that you want, a handshake, anything that you want to physically touch that, that warms your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually love touching trees. So on that note. On that note, that's a wrap. Have a fabulous (laughs) week, everyone. We love you. And please DM us with your questions and feedback, especially stuff like that. If you are in your 20s and you're trying to figure it out and you're feeling lost, we're here to help you. Holler at us. We love you. Have a great week. And if you could please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, that really helps us get out to more people. We love and adore you guys. Have a fabulous week. Go live your best life. That's On Them is hosted by Aspen Rocha and Cheryl Pauletti, produced by Lauren Boone and edited by Sarah Buczynski. Love you, Tots. See you later, Tots. <laughs>